episode of Set Lessing Bruce, your podcast all about Bruce Springsteen, his music, and mostly his fans. I am your host, Jesse Jackson, and as we are recording this, Facebook is alive with photos of Bruce Buds everywhere meeting the man himself and getting their six seconds of fame. And uh, this is the first of, I hope, a couple of episodes where I get people who visited with Bruce and kind of tell the experience. So um, how are you doing tonight, Kathy? I am doing just great. Thanks for having me, Jesse. No problem. Why don't you introduce yourself, tell a little bit about yourself, and then we'll start the t- conversation. All right. Well, my name's Kathy Esposito. Um, I hail from Springsteen Country, Monmouth County. I uh, grew up in Neptune, which is pretty much halfway between Freehold and Asbury Park. And if any of you have read the book, that town, Neptune, comes up a couple of times in the book. Um, and uh lived here all my life. I live in Howell, which is uh, just south of Freehold now. And I got the opportunity to go meet him at the Freehold Barnes & Noble, which is pretty much right up the street from where I live. So awesome. Uh, you know, um, I was lucky enough to have Stan I go on Stan's, uh, you know, tour. And all I kept thinking when I heard Neptune is Veronica Mars. So my two fandoms were uh, kind of um, being in conflict. So before we get to – we're going to eat our vegetables before we go to our dessert, Kathy. So mm-hmm. – and actually, this is – it's all dessert – Tell me about growing up. Uh, tell me what kind of music your family listened to, what you listened to, and then kind of lead us to how you discovered Bruce. Well, we were pretty much a top 40 uh, family. We used to listen to uh, those AMWABC stations. Uh, that That's that's pretty much, you know, where we were growing up until uh, – got to junior high school and you started uh, forming your own opinion about music and, you know, uh, had a friend that introduced me to a lot of late 60s, early 70s bands like The Doors and Steppenwolf and uh, those kinds of bands, ELO. And then from there, I started branching out and um, caught the Bruce bug about 1978, right after Darkness came out. And, uh, I remember buying my first vinyl was, believe it or not, The Wild, The Innocent. It was my first okay. vinyl purchase. And uh, from there, I was bit. Um, had to get every single album as they came out. I remember waiting in line at one of those record stores way, way back when to get uh, The River because The River was just coming out. I played it cover to cover, and I think I wore the album out, actually. Mm-hmm. Um you know, and, and not only that, growing up in Neptune, you know, there were a lot of people that, you know, used to get these uh, fake IDs and go down to Asbury and uh, check out the music scene in Asbury because soap was really popular back then, and that's the sounds of Asbury Park. 
So if you didn't know, you know, Southside and all them and knew where they came from and what where they were going and you you didn't know what was going on. So, you know, and I, I got into the clubs a few times. Okay. <laughs> underage. <laughs> so um, but it was it was a great music scene down there mm-hmm. and it was it was it was cool to be there and see what was coming about. Um so Kathy, when when did you graduate high school? Eighty one. Okay. So all right. So you're um you're younger than I am, but yeah, about the same time period. Um so what uh when you found uh you know darkness and you bought the wild and the innocent, what led you to were you obsessed with Bruce right away or were you just he was somebody else that you were listening to? He was somebody else I was listening to, but the more I listened to him, the more I got into him. And then, you know, it it started branching from there, you know, staying staying in that uh, Asbury Park music scene, you know. And then I discovered Southside, and I was like, ah, right in my backyard these guys are from. Yeah. You know, I actually have a, a girlfriend of mine who her cousin is Southside Johnny. On her dad's side, so that mm-hmm. was pretty cool. Well, that but, is um, cool. Yeah, I mean, uh, but it's nice to say, and, it, and it's so funny because I remember when I graduated uh, high school and I went to college, the, that freshman year of college for break, my parents took us all down to Florida and we were down there, and people go, oh, where are you from, where are you from, where are you from, and you know, nobody knows Neptune, but everybody's heard of Asbury Park. And it was funny because I was talking with these kids there, and they're going, well, where are you from? I'm like, oh, I'm in a town close to Asbury Park. And it's not like, do you know of Bruce Springsteen? It's like, do you know Bruce Springsteen? Yeah. And it's it's funny just to have something like somebody like that. And they're like, uh, no, I don't know him. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. It is. I mean, and it, and it happened numerous times while I was down there. I'm like, no clue. Well, but you it, know, it, and it it appears from those of us far away, um, you know, we hear so much about people meeting him and and seeing him that you can, you got to understand, you know, in a little bit, you know, it it does feel like everyone knows. Oh, yeah, Bruce, you know, yeah, mm-hmm. cousin Bruce, everyone knows Bruce, you know, and and I realize, especially after going there, you know, it's it's a big area. So obviously you didn't necessarily know him, but it, it felt like it, right? Well, you're from, from from that area and you can even proudly say that, hey, I'm from the same county that Bruce Springsteen's from, you know, right. and, and be proud of it. yeah. Well, very cool. Um, when did you see him perform live the first time? The first time I went to see him perform live um, was actually in the Stone Pony. Oh, okay. He, wow. He he randomly showed up one night, and we just happened to be there, and it's like, wow, wow, Bruce mm-hmm. is here. So it was it was even more special that it was in the little bar setting and you know not in a big arena because up until recently whenever I have gone to shows I've always been up in the nosebleed section. Right. So being right there with him, what 
10 feet from where I was standing. It was, it was amazing. Yeah, I bet. Um, how many times? Uh, well, first off, how long did he play there at the Stoneboni? Um, he played, um, I want to say he played three songs. I do remember he played Nationwide, um, you know, Easy Top song. Yeah. And I can't remember the other two songs, but he played a total of three songs. And the night, of course. Um, but it was, it was cool that he just popped up on stage and did it. Oh, that is very nice. Um, mm-hmm. so, um, how many times total, um, did you, have you seen him? Uh, 28 times. Okay. Oh, very mm-hmm. nice. And I just, um, took my 11 year old daughter for the first time. She went to the first Philly show. Yes. And my husband went. For the second time, okay, uh, now, to the Philly show. So it, they're it, they're they're newbies all the way around. Okay, I was going to ask: Are you like me in a mixed marriage where uh, my lovely bride is not obsessed with Bruce the way I am? Well, the thing was, um, my husband wasn't really a big Bruce fan until we went to Shea Stadium uh, on the Rising tour, and when we went. On that tour, he was he was very very fit, much younger, obviously. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> we're um, we had pretty good seats for that show. We're sitting there, and he did so- waiting on a sunny day. And at the end of the song, he goes up to the mic stand and does a reverse pike mm-hmm. on the mic stand and held it. And my husband just looked at you know we looked at each other and went we were amazed. Yeah. And, um, you know, of course, he plays a long show that night. And, sure. You know, we're walking out to the car, and I'm like, okay, so what do you think? He goes, you know, I get it now. I get why people like him so much. He puts on a hell of a show. And for him to do what he did with the mic stand is incredible. And, you know, now I get it. So he had a whole new respect for Bruce after that. Yeah, you know, um, I, I've told the story before, but my wife saw him on the Rising tour, didn't know any songs, and was just like, okay, I've got that off my bucket list. I've seen Bruce Springsteen, not that impressed. And then um, he, she went and saw on um, – she's seen him now three or four times, and when she went to see him in Cleveland for the Wrecking Ball tour – um, she was the same thing. She was amazed at how in shape he was. And Max sitting there banging those drums, and she has a little crush on Max now. Um, so um, she's still not a huge fan of him and his uh, music, but she is definitely a fan of seeing him live. Um, she's like, God, this guy is just something amazing. Um, how many times did you see him on the river tour? Uh, this time twice. I saw him twice. He saw okay. him for the opening night in uh, the Meadowlands. Okay. And the first night in Philly. Okay. And how about uh, when he was actually doing the tour, um, you know, before he went overseas? No, did not see any part of that river okay. tour at all. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, just no, the circumstances wasn't right or had no interest? Uh, no, the circumstances weren't right. <laughs> you know. Yeah, I mean, you know, things happen and. 
I, I totally understand. Um, they happen, and uh, you know, yeah, it um, is what it is. I mean, when it's yeah. when it happens, it happens, and it's right, and it's right all the way around. Every star aligns, and yeah. that's what happened on the second leg of the tour. So that's awesome. I'm um, very grateful for that, and I will cherish it for the rest of my life. Um, what did you um did you, if you have to choose between your babies? Uh, did the first Jersey show or the Philly show, which one did you like a little bit better? I, I, I'm partial to Jersey. Okay. That's, that's my home turf. I mean, yeah. it, it, you know, yes, he played, he didn't play as long as Philly. He played longer in Philly, but I'm just, I'm partial to go seeing him on my home turf. And I don't know why it just is. And, you know, Kathy, we really are kind of nitpicking because all these tours, you know, were 350, 355, 4, you yeah, know. They amazed me. It, it was it's amazing, fine. absolutely. Um, the I was lucky enough to get, see the middle show at the uh, MetLife Stadium, and my son and I were there, and we both kind of looked at each other and said, you know, this is amazing to see him in Jersey, mm-hmm. you know, to see him, uh, you know, and I think as I've seen him over the past few years, you know, whatever he does, he'll say, you know, at the end, you know, he'll go in the E Street Band Loves You. And, you know, in Jersey, he said, my people. and. Yes. There was just something special about that. There was something special about it because my husband thought I was nuts because um, when I went up to the Meadowlands, I actually took two friends that came over from England. Oh, we how all drove fun. up together. Yeah. And um, I, I said to my husband, I want to do something on the back of my car. I got to put a sign on the back of my car. Yeah. He's like, why do you feel the need to do this? So what I did was I went out there with my scotch tape, and I put Welcome Home Bruce across the back window of my yeah. car. And, uh, yeah, there were people like, uh, as a matter of fact, there was a guy in Belmar. He saw the car, and he's like, looking, you know, pointing at it. And yeah. We get up to the Meadowlands, and we're waiting in line to go into the parking lot, and there's people coming up clicking the back of my car like crazy. I'm like, what's going on? They're like, this is cool. This is cool. And then the guy comes up to me that saw my car. And he goes, hey, why don't you just in Belmont? I'm like, yeah, I was going to pick up the He goes, I can't believe you're here. <laughs> so so it was just like, you know, it was it was a homecoming for him too. And that's, yeah. that's one of the reasons why I wanted to make that first show. It was his homecoming. You know, Kathy, you're going to have to send me a photo of that so I can include it when I tweet out the episode. Um, okay. <laughs> what um, I will tell you, I was very worried um, that – and my son and I were – you know, we flew in for the 25th, and we're like, man, did he leave it all on the table? I mean, are we going to – is there going to be the software slump, you know, for the second uh, – yeah. but it, was, it wasn't, it was you know. And yeah. as, you know, good friend of the show and, you know, super fan Allie says, he never disappoints. No, um, absolutely not. You was, know, he could play an hour. Yes. And I don't think – you know, he, he, he would pack that hour so tight. Yes. 
it would feel like three hours. So, Kathy, uh, was there any special, uh, obviously, getting recognized and, and, and seeing him? You know, you're, I thought that's, that's a great story about the, the car and everything. By the way, do you want to give a shout out to your friend, two friends from England? Yes, Spike and Tracy. They're both uh, Bruce Bookers. All it right. It was great hanging with you that night. We had a blast. And uh, that was actually my first night I ever went into the pit. So they schooled me as to the pit. Very and nice. It was, it was incredible. I, it, it, totally incredible. It's a whole new dimension on, on shows. All right. Well, Spike, Tracy, we can work out time zones. And I can get up early on uh, Saturday or Sunday mornings for you to join me to hear your version of it. I'd love to have you on. Um, so before, a couple more questions, then I want to talk about the signing. Did, okay. Was there any any special moments on either the Jersey or the Philly show that either you were – surprised how touching it was or maybe a song you'd been chasing or was there a moment where you went like for me hearing um jack of all trades with strings you know that second um, was just it's amazing funny you say that because there were actually um in jersey in okay. particular there were two songs that actually brought me to tears um, the first was Jack of All Trades, and it, it's it, it's very moving, and it's very – I'm living it now because what happened was my husband was, was with his company 25 years, mm -hmm. and on New Year's Eve, uh, he got the axe. Mm. Not through any fault of his own, but New Year's Eve is also my birthday, so um, it sucked. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And, um, you know uh, – Right now, what we're doing is he and I are jacks of all trades, um, making it. And, yeah. uh, you know, it, it, it hit me. It, it hit me in the heart, you know, realizing that I, I'm living this right now. Sure. And then the other one that actually hit me was um, I thought the jungle land that I got in Jersey was the perfect jungle land i mean i closed my eyes when jake stepped up and did the sax solo yes and it felt like clarence was there right uh -oh. next to him and it was i cried i i i cried my eyes out because i just felt that presence there and it it was amazing well, it's always good to remember that Bruce, in the words of Bruce, if you're here and we're here, they're here. And they're here. Yes, exactly. And that's what I kept thinking. And it was, it, but it was such, it was such a great night because there were tears of joy. Yes. Because knowing that, you know, he found someone, not that, you know, he was looking to fill Clarence's shoes, but to be there and keep the band cohesive and together yes and uh, um but it was good and it and was real good and and with a spirit of respect and love and you know for example when you know the wrecking ball they had a horn section because 
they weren't going to try to put that onto one person. Um, right. Yeah, those those are beautiful. That is so beautiful. Um, I'm I will tell you I um I spent nine months on an unplanned sabbatical, similar to your husband. I um was they reached out to me and they said, you know, we're you've done a great job of preparing the managers that work for you to step up, and so we can eliminate your position. And it was nine months of no job, and it was scary. And um, I listened to Better Days and Land of Hope and Dreams a lot um, mm-hmm. just to kind of keep the positivity. It's it's easy to have faith when things are going well. It's easy to have a plan when you can see how the plan is working out. Right. Um, true faith and true belief in each other is when – it's not going so well and just trusting in each other. So you certainly have my best wishes and my Thank thoughts. Thank you, and Jeff. I really appreciate yeah. that. Yeah. I, I, Thank you. I know that's tough. So let's, let's move on. So, okay. Um, you find out the book is coming out. All of us are excited. Right. You know, you've got all the rumors about he may do a signing and you find out it's there in your neighborhood. Take me from there. Okay. So um, I'm driving to work this on a Monday, and I stopped at the traffic light, and I'm, I'm flipping through Bruce's book real quick, and I, I see this note on there that there's going to be a book signing in Freehold. Okay. So I reach out to my contact and I PM him real quick before the light changes and I don't hear anything back. So I'm at work and I'm doing my work and, you know, flipping around on my phone trying to find information and I find it and we're going, oh, and I'm playing around and I go from here to here to here and I wind up on Eventbrite. Let me try something, Clip. You have a ticket. No way. <laughs> no way. This just didn't happen. I'm going to see Bruce. I got a ticket. I got you mind me. I'm at work. I got it. I can't like do that at work and I'm going So I picked up my phone and I went outside and I screamed at the top of my lungs. I'm like, holy shit, I'm going to see Bruce. I'm gonna go meet him. Sure. I haven't met him before, but I'm going to meet him. I'm like, okay. That is awesome. So I go back in. I'm like, oh, you know what? I think I want to take my daughter Stephanie. Mm -hmm. Go back in. Bing, I get another ticket. Holy cow. Holy cow. The two of us are going to go meet them. So get the tickets. I take them home. I put them in an envelope and come home to my daughter. I said, Stephanie. Did you like Bruce in concert? She goes, yeah, Mom, but it was loud, even though she had earplugs in. Right. It was it was really great. I enjoyed it, Mom. I'm like, yes. Said, well, guess what? How'd you like to go meet him in person? Oh, boy. You just thought I'd given gold to this child. I, Kathy, I have to tell you, my face is grinning from ear to ear. I mean, that this isn't an expression today. This is truly my smile is so big. That is so wonderful. <laughs> it's like, you know, what the cool thing is is there there's the there's the gap in generations. Right. 
And when you can share something from your generation with your child and they enjoy it, there is no longer a gap in the generations. And that's important. And that's why there's such, I think there's such a disconnect between parents and children. You know, I, I t- there's nothing to tie us together. I, I totally agree with you, Kathy. I, several years ago, it was my birthday and my son was, oh, I don't know. He was, he was in his teenage years, but barely maybe. And um, th- one of the uh, World Wrestling Entertainment, WWE or something, was having a show live in Dallas. And Chris took his own money, and for my birthday, he and I went to this wrestling. And I am not a wrestler fan at all, mm-hmm. but he is. And, um, you know, I, I talked about it that, um, you know, there's people screaming and yelling, and there's people pretending to urinate on another person and and he's there and he is so happy that his dad is sharing that with him and um you know fast forward and in um the summer um bruce went to oklahoma city and chris said i've never seen him i will go with you and so he and i drove up to oklahoma city together and um, he got the bug, and so then he flew to Jersey with me to see him, and I will tell you, I had tears in my eyes when um, the the f- opening football season, the Cowboys lose the first game, and that's, you know, we, we watch the Cowboy games together every Sunday, and uh, we're in the car, I'm driving him home, uh, I'm the designated driver, and he says, um, play out on the street. I need to be cheered up and play a live version. <laughs> and we played out in the street because he loves that line on, you know, on when the foreman calls time, I've already got Friday on my mind. You right. know, you know, he just said, that's it. That's a, that's that's every working man. Even if you love your job, you're thinking. And we played that three or four times and he was screaming every lyric. And when he got to his apartment and, and I'm hugging him goodbye, he said, I, I couldn't have. That was the only way to get over the loss, Dad. So <laughs> I totally hear what you're saying. I mean, you know, when you find something that either they love, that they want to share with you, you need to be open to sh- take it. And right. also when you're trying to share something and they're open, it's just a special moment. It is. It is. And, so um, go ahead, Kathy. Um, but I was going to say it was even funnier because when she came up, you know, um, when she went to the, when we went to the Philly concert, she really fell in love with the river shirt, the checkered shirt. The yes. Panel. So I had a friend going the next night and I gave her the money and I said, listen, this is a, this is going to be an early birthday present for Stephanie. Yeah. Okay. No problem. So, um, she, fa- she finds out she's going, she's like, ah. Oh, I only had that checkered shirt. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I really would love to go wear when I go meet Bruce. Uh, so, so I wrapped the shirt up and I said, "Okay, so Steph, um, you're really, you're really happy about going to see Bruce, aren't you?" Said, yeah, my, you don't know. I've never met a famous person before. I'm like, "Okay, so you're going to meet a famous person." 
but I want you to have something. It's an early birthday present. She opens it up, and her eyes were gleaming like it was Christmas morning. That is awesome. So she goes, and we go, and we uh, so stand in line for a little bit. Before we get to that, so how long of a delay from when you got the ticket till the morning when you're going to go? I'm thinking – I think they came out on like – I want to say like the 12th. Okay. September 12th they were available. Okay. And that was the 27th, so it was 15 days. Okay. So um, certainly a long time, but not as bad as sometimes when you get tickets, you know, 90 days or, you know, three months – you know, three or four months before you're going to see them. So you got two weeks. How much have you thought about, you know – I'm only going to have a few seconds. What am I going to tell them? What I am I going to do? Think about, didn't even think about what I was going to say. Um, I, I know he does the Stand Up for Heroes con- concerts all the time. Yeah. And our veterans are very important to me because my dad, my late dad, served in the Korean War. He was a Navy man. Okay. My husband was in the Army during peacetime, thankfully, but in between the two Gulf Wars. Mm-hmm. My brother-in-law was a Marine. Okay. He was he was in uh, service during peacetime, and my niece's husband is also a Marine. So wow. we, we've got quite a few uh, veterans in our family. Sure. Most of them serving during peacetime, but the thing that bothers me the most is these men and women go, they agree to stand up for our country, and whether they serve during peacetime or whether they serve during wartime, there's nothing there for them. It's like, yeah, thanks. See you down the road. And, um, you know, it's nice to have a little something to come home to and to be recognized. That's why I make a conscious effort whenever I see someone that was in the service. I always go over and shake their hand and say thank you because without you, we wouldn't have what we have now. You know, my my father was retired military. Um, My uh, little brother served. Uh, My uncle uh, retired from the Air Force. And I I acknowledge, you know, not only the service person but the spouse and the – my dad, um, you know, did – was in Vietnam. He did a tour of Vietnam. You know, he served in both Korea and Germany, not during war times, but he was still. And it's such a sacrifice. And um, I noticed a few people online were complaining about Bruce talking about how he got away from, um, you know, the draft board. But, you know, I just finished that part of the book, and he talked about how he still feels a little guilty, and I know that more people that are smarter than I have said that Bruce's work on a veterans movement is one of the most significant things that he's done as a non-musician. So um, that's good. I, I that That's a nice mindset. So with that in mind, were you thinking about saying something about that? My first instinct was to thank him for everything that he's ever done. That's awesome. Because he gives 
he goes out there, him and the band, they go out there and they they give a thousand percent for Absolutely. us. And that needs to be acknowledged. But more importantly, what he does for our veterans needed to be acknowledged. And I honestly think that there's not enough people out there. Um, first and foremost, our government. Yeah. Um, and, you know, people standing up for these these heroes. And that's what they are. They are heroes. Yeah. And um, that I, I knew I knew exactly. You know, I didn't have to rehearse it. It was it was going to come out, and that was going to that was going to be all I needed to say to them. And I I was happy with it. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, I, I didn't. You know, Stephanie said, "What should I say?" I said, "Well, just say hello, and then whatever else you'd like to say to them." I mean, I didn't coach her on anything. You know, she was just in awe meeting somebody, <laughs> yeah. especially Bruce, because she had just gone to see him at the beginning of the month. So. Right. But, um, so, so you're there. You're in line. Um, how early did you get there, Kathy? Um, I got there early because what I my plan. This was my plan was to um, get my book. Mm-hmm drive home because it started out to be a not so nice day but you know god's a bruce fan because it was beautiful later on yes sun was shining and everything and um yeah i was gonna go home hang out and then about 12 o'clock go up go up but um i had i had friends that were at they actually flew over from ireland that i had promised them um friends from Bruce, bruce book again and I Go ahead and give him a shout out. A, <laughs> hey, you know we're we're, we're the best there. Yes. And um, I I promised I promised her and Jeanette that I would hold her bag for her while she went in and saw Bruce. And um, right. you know she, so, oh, you don't have to do this. I'm like, no, I want to do it. I I I, I want to do it. I promised you I'd do it. So um, met up with her finally, and I took her bag and put it in the car. This way it was safe. She didn't have to worry about anything. And um. You know, Stephanie wanted to lay down a little bit because she was a little tired, um, you know, from skipping school for this big event. And uh, <laughs> By the way, and, uh, I totally approve of that. Um, um, yes, and, and she, also had to, she also had to get signed out for the first day of school to go to the concert. And I told them, I said, this is music education that she is going to witness. And yes. I hear... The, the vice principal, uh, uh, what musical education is this? Is it Bruce Springsteen? You have my approval. <laughs> so <laughs> it's all good. Um, so yeah, I mean, here it is. It's it's not even a month into school, and my kids missing a day and a half of school because of Bruce. But you know, very right. important thing. Yeah, you you, you guys are already <laughs> straight. Um, so you know, they went up in line, and I got to tell you. Big shout out to the Barnes and Noble people because they had this running like a well-oiled machine. That's awesome. Um, it really, they did. Um, so we we got back up in line about uh, I don't know about one o'clock, and um, yeah, I mean, and you know the the bulk of the time waiting online was in the store because they had you zipping in and out of the all the aisles and everything. But right. Um. You know, very everyone, the security people, the Barnes and Noble people, everybody was there. It made they made it the most pleasant experience that it could be. 
you know, people were just generally nice to each other. I mean, it, it was really great. It really was. I mean, they they got their act together with this. That's nice. Did um um so did it take a long time to get through the line? Were you talking to other Bruce fans? I imagine oh, that yeah, was we were, fun. Kind of like yeah, we were for talking to other people. Yeah, we were talking to other people. Um, my daughter's a reader, and she's like fascinated with the books. We go, oh, this is a great book. I read this yeah. in school, and um, so uh, yeah, we're, we're, it actually moved not too quick, but not too slow. That's I think it was it was a steady, nice pace that it moved at. Yeah. Um. So you're there. It's your turn. Uh, tell me how it worked. Did they, did, you know, did you hand them your phone and? Yeah, basically what they did was they were like two or three ahead of you where they were taking yeah. the phones and handing them over. So it was like they were almost like bursting. Yeah. You know, you know, bursting with the pictures to try to sure. get as many pictures as possible. Um, and uh, it didn't. It, it seemed like it, you know. A blink of an eye, like eight seconds is nothing, yeah. but um, – and then they made it sound like a horror story, like you can't you can't interact with them, you can't talk to them, you can't do this. But then when you get up there, it's like, you know, how can you not say something to your right. hero? Yeah, absolutely. So, um, you know, they, they were very nice. They said, would, would you two like a picture together or would you like it separate? And we both said separate, so – my daughter goes up there, and I got to tell you, he's – I hope he has grandchildren soon because he is, like, the best with children. He really is. So I'm going to stop you there, Kathy. I have had a theory for the past three or four years that he is desperate for grandchildren. I that, believe so. Uh, because you watch him, um, you know, the kids that have the signs waiting on a sunny day. Mm-hmm. Like, um, you know, I was in Nashville, and somebody had the – you know, uh, a Rolling Stone sign, you know, uh, dancing in the dark, he'll bring people in. It appears, I think, he is so ready for grandkids. Oh, he so, is. Yeah. I agree with you because he, he goes, you know, my daughter goes up and gets a big hug. The two of them hug each other really tight and uh, gives her a noogie. And uh, uh, I asked her afterwards, I said, so what did he say? He goes, really like my shirt, Mom. I'm like, well, yeah, I'll I'll show you the album cover that shirt comes off of. Yeah. But she she jumps down, you know, they're having their little talk session, you know. Yeah. You know, do you like my music? He goes, yeah, I went to my first concert. He goes, did you like it? And she goes, yeah, I loved it, but it was loud. So, uh, yeah, hear about this all after the fact. So it was was definitely um, a redeeming experience for her, knowing that, you know, there are these people out there that we love and they make themselves available to you and they're genuinely good people. I mean, and I wrote about this on Bruce book. You think about it. There's, there's the celebrities out there that are not good people that you always hear about in the news. They're in trouble with the law. They're in trouble because they had pot on them for whatever. Here's Bruce. He's 67 goes out and plays, nearly four or four hours on his shows and he is the perfect role model. 
Yes. Um, there has not been um, a scandal to be had. Um, I guess yeah. the worst thing you could talk about was his first marriage not working. But, you know, it, it's – Honestly, that's yeah. today's day and age, unfortunately. Yes, and I also think, you know, based on not only Tunnel of Love but everything I've ever read – and I'm looking forward to reading this in the book I'm making my way through, is he takes full responsibility for the marriage not working. And um, and he just truly is a good man. I, I want to compliment you, Kathy, giving your daughter her own moment with him. I, I think you. that's so sweet because I know – my thought would be, oh, how cool would it be us all together? But I think as I think about it now, so much better. She got her own moment with him, and you and did not. She'll, she'll yeah. have that for the rest of her life. Yes. And not everybody gets that opportunity. Yes, I. that's wonderful. So I know <laughs> you're thrilled as a mom you're seeing that, and then it's your turn. Yeah, and I go up there, and I shook his hand, and I looked him in the eye, and I said, I just want to say thank you for everything you've done. But more importantly, I want to thank you for everything you do for our veterans. And he looked at me like – it was almost like a look of surprise. Mm -hmm. And he thanked me three times, and I said to him, I said, no, thank you. And it was it was a really good moment. Um, it's something that um, I've wanted to say to him for such a long time, and he's more than deserving of everyone's thank yous for that's, what he's done. That's so beautiful, and it's so – you know, there is a small percentage of, you know, Bruce Buds, Spring Nuts – Tramps, whatever you want to call us, Springsteen fans that um, show they're behind sometimes. But 99% of us, I feel, you know, are are trying to do the right thing and in trying to take care of each other and are mm -hmm. happy for the experience. There's no jealousy about, oh, you got to be on stage and I didn't. It's just joy that you got to involved. And the blessing that we have this man's music as part of our lives. Right. And that's why um, when uh, Tracy and Spike were coming over from England and spending some time over here, I helped them out as much as we could. My, my husband actually went up to um, the airport to get them. It's something that we do for each other for, as Springsteen fans. We're, like, yes. we're a huge family. We are. And a huge family – works together and helps each other absolutely and it, it, it's really important and um i think it just makes everyone that is a springsteen fan it makes their corner of the world a little nicer to live in so kathy did um did they have to shoo you off like the oscars or were you no, in your no, mind you no i took my picture and graciously yeah. walked away and i was very happy did you feel like most people were doing that? Um, yeah, I I felt like everybody, you know, didn't 
stay longer than they needed to stay or needed to be yeah. pulled away or anything like that. I, I think everybody was very respectful of his time. You know, uh, I go to a lot of comic book conventions and science fiction conventions, and um, certainly no one as um, popular as Bruce Springsteen, but I have had, you know, I've been able to meet um, John Cusack and, and you know, a couple of the actors who played Doctor Who and and other celebrities. And, you know, the line is long, and overall, I think the same thing. Most people are very aware of there are people waiting behind me i i know i could monopolize this person's time but it's not right so i'm gonna get my autograph i'm gonna tell what i need to say get my hug get my handshake and then move on so good for right. great and and i think that's i think that's what you know and i think that's why he does what he does is yes. because he knows we don't monopolize his time but just as a an extra dot on the I and the cross on the T. Yes, ma'am. Um, uh, we were leaving, and it was about time that Bruce was leaving, and we were we were going to walk across the field because where that Barnes & Noble is, Caddy Corner across is the infamous Jersey Freeze. Okay. So I was going to take them over there and show them the infamous Jersey Freeze and get a bite to eat, and I'm like, you know, um, I think we ought to hang out here for a little bit, and turns out Bruce's entourage of cars was back there, and uh, we were all very respectful, kept our distance, but when he walked out, we all sang happy birthday to him, and he came over and talked to us for a minute. So oh, that's sweet. Like it, yeah, it was an extra little bonus that we uh, got, so it was nice to see him, and, and Patty was there, so uh, it was that's... nice, because I I wanted to wish him a happy birthday, but... I was more concerned about thanking him. Good for you. So um, are you reading the book he signed, or is that put away and you've got a second no, copy? No, that, that, that is like the sacred book. Yes, <laughs> the sacred text. <laughs> the sacred book. Um, yeah. I've got another one uh, that I had ordered bef- way before, right. way, way before I knew there was going to be any book signing. So um, I got that, and I'm uh, – digging into it and it's funny because me being from here I can read it and visualize and know exactly where he's talking about I imagine it's amazing that's so wonderful Kathy mm-hmm. thank you so much for sharing this is oh, so Jesse, thank you for having me it's an this honor is, I mean this is beautiful um I I'm you have set the bar pretty high now I've I've got calls out and please if any of your friends that you know of um, that have been at a signing, tell them to get in touch with me. Tell them it's easy. I will. I will. I, I, I just – I really want to share this. And, and you know, if they don't want to spend – you know, we've spent almost an hour talking. But if they only want to do a 10- or 15-minute talk just to talk about the signing, that's fine. Um, okay. I, I just love hearing, you know, my fellow Springsteen fans' story. A um, couple things, then I'm going to let you go. Is there any songs that, if he, when he tours again, that you haven't got to hear live that you want to hear him do? Oh boy, he's got such a vast catalog. Um, well, we really got surprised in Philly. Yes. We got Thundercrack. We got the Fever. I mean, 
Um, you know, I I am grateful for anything that man plays. Honestly, I am truly grateful for it. Um, so, hey, you know, I, I'll take whatever he throws at us. <laughs> Nothing wrong with honestly. that at all. All honestly. right. Honestly. So, if Kathy, anyone wants to reach you, how can they? Do you have a Twitter account? Do you have a you want to share uh, a Facebook account? Yeah, I am. I am Jersey Kathy thirty one on Twitter. Um, you can always catch me on Bruce Book. Okay. On Facebook and you know Kathy Sturzion Esposito on Facebook. Okay. Very nice. Uh, if you want to be on the podcast and talk about Bruce and all that implies, send me an email at setlustingbruce at gmail.com. We do have a Facebook page um, and a Twitter account at setlustingbruce. Uh, you can also find me on Facebook, Jesse Jackson from Louisville, Texas. I'd also appreciate you going to iTunes to rate and review us. It helps people find us. Um, Kathy, this was a joy. I hope you had as much fun as I do. Oh, I did. I did. Oh. Thank you so much for having me, Jess. No problem. So we're going to end it now out here on this road, out on this road tonight. I close my eyes and feel so many friends around me in the early evening light and the miles we have come and all the battles won and lost are just so many roads traveled. So many rivers crossed, and I ask God for the strength and the faith in one another, because it's a good night for a ride. Cross this river to the other side, my blood brothers. Awesome. Thanks, okay. Jesse. Thank you, Kathy, and we'll talk to you soon, guys. Bye-bye. I'm standing in the backyard listening to the party inside. Tonight I'm drinking in the forgiveness. Life provides The scars we carry remain But the pain slips away it seems Oh, won't you, baby Be in my book of dreams And that's uh, it. Oh, no, you're that's good. That's pretty cool. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> So I didn't, there we go. I didn't think it was going to be an hour. <laughs> yeah, I, and I appreciate that. But you had you you are you told us such a great story. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. 
That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. 